Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It is yours truly, the Lord. Ha! Nelson, that is, from the podcast Live and Live with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment. And ladies and gentlemen, once again, I have an amazing band. Right now, we have one of the, the main components of this band here with me right now. The other guys might pop in, they might not, but it doesn't matter. We have greatness in front of us. You know, I bring nothing to you but greatness, and this guy is part of a great band. And if he doesn't mind, I'd like to read a little something, uh, you know, to big them up like I do what I do. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am blessed to have another amazing band bestow their greatness upon the shores of this podcast. These young men bring a vibe that is unmistakably heavy metal, a sound that is a mixture of the old and new that allows them to, to consistently create music their fans love and appreciate. With amazing music complemented by an equally amazing stage show, you will always be pleasured and entertained. Yes, indeed. So I am looking forward to this conversation, and I know my watchers and listeners will enjoy it also. So without further ado, I welcome to the Live and Loud with the Lord podcast. Give a good pause. Slanderous! Yes, indeed. What's up, young man? What's going on, man? Right on. Thank you. Thank you. Hold, for hold, hold on. I say here we go. Let, let me see. Uh, we got uh, we got another one. Wanted. Let me let me add bit this young man here too. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Uh, it's all it's all love, man. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what's up, player? How much? Hey, man. Good to have you here, young man. So, the first question I like to ask everybody is, where are you guys from? Uh, we're from Southern California. We're primarily in like uh, an area in Southern California called Inland Empire. Close your eyes and ride with the music. Release your inhibitions and all your fears. When I bring forth answers all your questions. Free your mind and lend me your ears. And uh, all four of us are from like different cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in like near Ontario. Oh, and yeah. And our drummer, he's in Norco. It says he's he's like a little bit away, uh, like next town over. And okay. then our singer's in Ontario. And uh, yeah, then right. I'm I'm like way south from everybody else, <laughs> uh, near uh, the city of Temecula, pretty much. Temecula. Now, where is Temecula? Now, I've never heard of this Temecula. It, it's um, it's a little bit of a small town. It's a bit of like near halfway between uh Los Angeles and San Diego. Okay. Oh, you're way. So down I, I'm not okay. into. I'm not in Temecula, but I'm near. I'm like one of the towns next to it. So that's even smaller than it. So. <laughs> well, California is large. Well, you know what? Yeah. What? What? While, while we're going here, let's let's go ahead and introduce. Uh, you know, introduce to to the people who you are. First of all, let's 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 handle that. 
Uh, well, I'm Jason, and I play guitar and do a little bit of backing vocals every now and then. Uh, and I'm Brian. I'm the uh, bass player. Brian, Brian, just like, I'm Brian. I'm the bass player. Come on, Brian. You know we got the love bass too, man. Come on, man. Speak up for that bass, man. What will we do without yep. bass? What will we do without it, Brian? <laughs> you pulled down the low tone. I don't know. <laughs> Indeed. So, so what's the best thing about being from where you guys are from? Uh, I guess I would say there's a lot of different places to visit, a lot of things to see within like a, you know, a short drive. Okay. Just Southern California in general, especially near Los Angeles, there's like so many things going on, Los Angeles and Hollywood and all that stuff. And then yeah. you got uh, all the different sites and you got the beaches and then you got the mountains. That's everything's everything's within like, um, you know, a short, a couple hour drive, like two, three. Yeah. Hours. Like it's yeah. arguably one of the few places in the world where you could if at the right time you could go and probably like surf the beach in the morning no. and then go snowboard, like snowboarding in the afternoon <laughs> or evening. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Well, California is so, so massive, man. You know, goodness, it has everything. Just like what my man relentless from the band vengeance, you know, they live in mm -hmm. Napa, California. And, um, so, you know, we always talk about it. He's like, hey, we're up here, to, you know, Northern California. You see the mountains and there's some snow and stuff. I was like, that's just wild to me. You know, being an East Coast dude and from the South is just different to me. <laughs> yeah. But I've been out there. So it's, you know, it's definitely a beautiful, beautiful out there. It really is. It, it mm -hmm. definitely is. So so what's the music scene like out there? Uh, I guess from from our point of view, there's a lot going on. There's like a lot of different like rock and metal bands. Mm -hmm around um i guess for us like for the kind of bands that like our kind of sound and our type of subgenre i guess there's not like too many mm -hmm. uh, from my perspective it seems like there's a lot of like deathcore metalcore death metal type bands right. yeah and around los angeles and the surrounding areas and stuff uh so there's a lot of that going on for sure mm -hmm. uh and for bands like us, I think it's we're a little few and far between. Like um, sometimes I feel like we don't fit in to like some of the crowds that uh, are around, like a lot, a lot of the shows that pop up and stuff. You know, there's a lot of death metal shows, a lot of metalcore shows, right? Deathcore, all that stuff. And those are cool. All those bands are cool. Um, but for us, it's like we don't really quite fit in. Like we don't really fit in with deathcore, death metal. We don't really fit in with like the punk shows. You know, you got a lot of punk bands and stuff too. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Like we're just kind of like our own thing. Uh, but there is some bands that you know we play with that are like kind of more melodic and have that kind of style going on that we we play shows with. Sometimes. Yeah, because yeah, definitely you guys have that melodic part, you know, within the music. And that's why I mm -hmm. say, you know, you still got that that old school vibe, but still new. But you have that old school love that people, you know, I, I'm an older guy. So I, it's something that I enjoy. You know, it makes me feel good. It's just got a, a definite vibe to it. You know, and yeah. I, love, I, yeah. listen, I love the screaming and the death also. But, you know, you guys aren't screaming at us like that. You know what I'm saying? It's all yeah. it, it, it's, it's mm -hmm. love, man. No doubt. No doubt. So do you come from musical parents and families or were you influenced by others? 
for me, I, I was definitely influenced by others, like other bands and stuff when I was like in junior high, high school is when I really started becoming aware of that kind of stuff and first got a guitar and amp and started actually trying to play. Um, I, like, yeah, my parents aren't really uh, musically inclined. Like, not a lot of people in my family are musicians. So, like, one or two. <laughs> but that's about it, yeah, for me. Yeah, I'd say my, I'm very much similar. Like, I think the only person in my family who I know is somewhat a musician is my uncle. And we don't have a close enough uh, relationship to really say I was influenced by him or anything. Um, right. But, yeah, I would say... I feel like it's almost a little bit more of a weirder thing with me because it's like I'm the only one who's musical in my family, really. But like I'm not the only artistic one. Mm-hmm. Like I know my sister, uh, my sister's a hairstylist, but she's done a lot of uh, experimenting with like other, like she's painted. She's starting to get into music now a little bit. Um, um, and then she's also done some other kind of more, say like artistic hair design occasionally. Um, okay, so it's a little weirder. Uh, it's a little weird, but it's, I don't know. It, to me, it just feels like I got my influence started through Guitar Hero and then went like, <laughs> kept going on and on till now I have like a bachelor's in music. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, well what kind of, what kind of music were you, you know, was your parents listening to? What did they listen to? Um, It was kind of all over the place. Like I know growing up, my mom was listening to a lot of contemporary Christian music that, mm-hmm that's changed over the years um <laughs> my dad is uh I, my dad is very uh my dad's very old school uh okay. as the second old young as the second as the youngest kid in our family uh his stuff like his stuff was very at the heaviest was like led zeppelin and maybe some okay. emerson lake and palmer stuff uh-huh. and then at the at the farthest end would be like uh uh what i think like gordon lightfoot and stuff Hey, come on. Maybe that might have been my mom. <laughs> listen, Gordon Lightfoot is all he did. In fact, he just passed. But listen, Gordon Lightfoot yeah. is amazing. Amazing. Oh, man. yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying uh, it's. Yeah, no, I'm just saying also. Us, it's... Yeah, no, no, I got Gordon Lightfoot uh, in, in, in constant rotation, man. <laughs> if you could read. Now, come on, man. I yeah. can go in on Gordon Lightfoot. Indeed. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, but I. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's all there's also things like when I got my mom's uh my mom got rid of a bunch of her records just because it was uh taking up space that she didn't need and me and my sister got a bunch of them and there's like you had like Purple Rain we had like Queen <laughs> Night at the Opera in there yes. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road like all these famous classic rock albums of course so, <laughs> I got this I got goosebumps man I love yeah. that what are you talking about man it's all great music yeah man. I know. Hey. Shout out to moms, man. I just don't remember my mom listening to that much of it growing up, though. <laughs> she could show you everything, man. She got to be moms, man. <laughs> Jason, what about you, young man? Uh, yeah, I, I grew up uh, listening to a lot of, when I was a kid, just like a lot of stuff that was on the radio, you know, like mm-hmm. rock, mostly like rock music and some like 80s stuff, 80s new wave, 80s pop. Right. And uh like the more more of the rock stuff and the hard rock stuff is kind of what i started like paying attention to more and more when i got older and uh, like when i was younger i i started getting into like guns and roses and stone mm. temple pilots and like that yes. kind of stuff <laughs> yeah and uh and then later on like when i when i was like in junior mm-hmm. high and stuff i started getting uh 
like when the new metal stuff started coming up, that's like kind of what I really started gearing towards. I jumped in like right into that with like the corn, Limp Biscuit, Godsmack, Disturb, yeah. Lincoln Park, like all that stuff. I was like really into that stuff when that came out. And then later on, uh, eh, about like 10 years or so later, that's when I started discovering the more classic metal stuff like mm-hmm. the Judas Priest, the Black Sabbath, right. uh, Metallica, Megadeth type stuff. And then I started diving into like that classic stuff, the classic metal, mm-hmm. thrash metal, that shoves on subgenre and started getting into that stuff too. And uh, so it's just like kind of a, a mix of both, like started off with like new metal stuff and I started getting into the classic metal stuff and um then later on, I started getting a little bit more like progressive stuff, like Dream Theater hmm. and uh, stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so you guys have that that mix that that makes you who you are, and that's a great thing. Yeah, have, have I those. think so. Yeah, and then of course, you know, the West Coast has so many great metal bands out there, man. Your, your music. Not saying that the whole country doesn't, but when it comes to like metal, like I was just talking to uh, Deep Within and and like asking mm-hmm. them about that a lot of people say that, you know, metal was birthed in California. You know, of course they say like, you know, Ozzy and stuff over there, but then uh. you guys like <laughs> had a major metal scene, you know? Now I know you guys are a little young. Y'all might go oh, yeah. back and look and say like, well, you know what? Maybe we well, did. No, I, I agree with, I agree with that. Cause I mean, in the eighties, like um, Los Angeles was a huge time. Cause that's where like Metallica, Megadeth, Van right. Halen, like all the glam metal guys that yes. we kind of pretend didn't happen all existed. Uh, uh, I think Slayer came from a what is it? Uh, San Francisco. So it's like right. a ton of the really big '80s metal bands. They all came from this area. Exactly. And exactly. I definitely hear a lot of them in our music personally too. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely awesome. So, so mm-hmm. um, who or what inspired the formation of Slanders? Uh, I guess that would be me, since I'm like the original member, right? Like the member and. When I was uh, uh, like started playing guitar like seriously and started trying to like get better at playing guitar, because mm-hmm. when I first started playing guitar, it was kind of like an on and off thing, and mm-hmm. I would just kind of play like once in a while. And uh, then I started thinking once I, I moved out on my own, I got my own place and stuff, and I wasn't living with my dad, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start playing guitar like a lot more now because. You know, I'm not going to be like bothering him, like making right. noise, playing guitar. <laughs> I can just play whenever. So I, I started getting more into that. I started looking, seeing like bands and stuff that were looking for guitarists and uh, seeing like where I could like fit in and stuff. And uh, at first I wasn't like, like that great. I, I, I think like at that time I wasn't really ready to join a band yet. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't like really up to that level yet. And then I had met a guitarist who wanted to start a band and we became friends and we started playing together and he actually showed me like a lot of stuff and uh, he gave me like a lot of tips and pointers and, and I practiced with him and like practicing with him and playing with him really uh, gave me like a lot, a lot more like confidence as a musician and I learned a lot more stuff and got a lot more comfortable with the guitar and then from there I, I started looking for bands to play with um it's like 
the bands I was looking for, like the type of music I wanted to play, I wasn't really finding that anywhere. Like nobody was really playing that kind of stuff. Like the certain sound I was looking for, like a lot of the bands that were around were just, they were like metalcore bands and stuff. And, uh, which were cool, but it seemed like at that time there was a lot of those bands going on and still trying to looking for something kind of different and a little more unique. So, after a while, I just decided, like, well, maybe I'll just try to start my own band. And so I started uh, trying to write some songs and put some songs together. And then uh, there was a, a singer who I met from a band that I auditioned for, and but I didn't get the part. But uh, he was a bass player in that band. And he said, like, he was looking to branch out and start doing vocals. In another project, he heard my demos and he's like, oh, I like what you're doing. Like, I think we can do something with this. And so I, I started uh, with him and then I started auditioning like for a bass player and for like a drummer. Mm-hmm. And then I found a drummer to, who, you know, I could play with who was interested in playing. And then I found a bass player who was interested in playing. And then we got together, like we all met and got together and then we started jamming and within like two or three months, like we played our first show and it just started coming together. And then we just kind of like started feeling each other out and seeing where everybody's at. And then we all, we came together and then that was like the first lineup of slanderous and we played our first show. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how it started. That's the Genesis of slanders. Okay. That's what's up, baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what was the picture of success to you at the beginning? And does it still look the same to you now? Hmm. Uh, I guess I would think I would say I was looking to like just play bigger, better shows and getting our music out there and getting like some recognition and getting some like word of mouth going. Um, we like we've never been like a signed band you know i've never been signed we never been signed to a record label or anything okay and i've i don't know i've always thought like i've always had like weird mixed feelings about that because i always heard like you know a lot of like bad stories about that Uh i i just i never wanted to get like screwed over Mm -hmm. and i don't want to like you know sign my soul away and just have like, you know, a label or whatever, just have control of everything and just be like, you're basically like their puppet. And um, I I just never wanted to do that. So I was always like kind of cautious of that. But I think as far as like making music, recording music, putting out music, like bands can do that on their own. Mm -hmm. But I think um, like labels now are, more for like promoting and exposure and stuff like that more right. than anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think uh, just like getting like more exposure and, and playing like bigger shows and stuff, it was always kind of like That's what, the main thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, are you, like that. so is that still what's going on with you right now? You still looking at the same thing? There's still you yeah. right there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And yeah, that's always like been my goal is, you know, just to get bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done that like in little steps over the years. Okay. And, uh, you know, like we, we played, we, we just played a show at the Whiskey to Go-Go like that 
a really famous venue in Hollywood. We played with Fear Factory, yeah. like one of my favorite bands and mm-hmm. like one of, a big influence and stuff. You know, I got to meet the guitarist and everything, hang out. And uh, so that was really cool. So that, that was for me, that was like a, a, bit, a huge accomplishment. Gotcha. And uh, so I'm always trying to like keep the momentum going with us and keep things going and trying to uh, you know, gain a bigger following, you know, with social media and you know, trying to put stuff on like TikTok and, you know, mm-hmm. our Instagram and, uh, and just, you know, trying to keep it going. And, and we're, you know, we're working on a new single right now and trying to get that out uh, pretty soon and, you know, do another music video. Like we did our first music video last year mm-hmm. and that, that went really well and mm-hmm. it came out really cool. So, you know, looking just to, to do that and then, you know, just keep it going and stuff and to see how far we can go and how much we can do. Right. Putting in that work, man, uh, you know, because it's, yeah, it's yeah. definitely work. A lot of people wouldn't understand how much work that we as artists put into this of something that we love, you know. And a lot of people <laughs> are like, oh, that's your hobby, as we kind of speaking before. Nah, it's not our hobby. It's what we love. And this is, you know, what we're vested in. You you might yeah. look at it like that. That's not how we look at it. So, you know. Yeah. I got yeah. Yeah, it, it, like, it always bu- it bugs me when some people say, like, oh, you play guitar? Like, well, it's a cool hobby, or that's your hobby. <laughs> like, dude, that's, like, what I do. Like, when right. I'm not, that's, like, everything I do, like, when I'm not, you know, at the office or, you know. Right. Every, everybody's, not, yeah, so. everybody's not on the, the, the Slayer and Iron Maiden level. Not quite yeah. yet. But that's what <laughs> we're working towards being. Yeah. So, you know. Like, uh, uh, like yeah, get out of here, man. You know, yeah, it's, okay, we hear you. It's all love. So, when you guys look back on your love for music and where you started, how much has it exceeded your expectations? And that's for that's for both of you, really. Like uh, uh, our music, or just in music in general? Oh, no, your music. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think thinking back from like when we first started to now, like where I'm at, I like I think uh, there's definitely like a huge difference in like I'm able to do a lot more now than I did when I first started for right. sure. Uh, just, you know, uh, like, like better songwriting, better songs and more like better, better playing and, and working with, uh, you know, other musicians and stuff mm-hmm. and like, you know, seeing what they bring and like playing with other people who are also great elevates you as well and then that elevates everybody else so it just makes everybody else better so yeah for sure for sure yeah it's definitely uh uh like if i were to hear us now Mm -hmm. like myself from 10 years ago heard us now i'd I'd be like blown away i'd be like whoa no way (laughs) (laughs) you feel the same way young man yeah i feel pretty similar um when i first started playing i was i wasn't trying anything i wasn't thinking that was going to turn into like basically my career Uh um so i would if like was it 15 year old me heard what i was doing nowadays i think i would just be shocked and (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah even when i was like like before before i got my first guitar and stuff like when i was like like 13 like i never even thought ever about being a musician i had no no music uh, uh tendencies or anything it was just 
uh you know i was I, when i started getting into music and stuff and my dad was just like i'm gonna get you a guitar for christmas right. i'm like okay that's cool uh, <laughs> see what happens i guess like i don't know and it's like you know, I think back <laughs> to when i first got that first guitar and um was it acoustic uh, or electric it was electric actually oh, really? i have that guitar yeah it's a jackson randy rhodes flying v oh awesome man yeah yeah, I, I, oh, I, shout I, out to pops. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I keep it in the closet. Like that one's kind of retired. I don't really play it like live or anything anymore. But uh -huh. um, yeah, that's like my first guitar, and uh, I just remember like sitting down, trying to sit down. Like I, I literally picked like the hardest guitar you could pick to start playing guitar for like somebody who's like never played guitar. Right, and it's like you give them a, a flying V guitar with a floyd rose tremolo like a whammy bar like uh -huh. that's like the hardest guitar to start learning guitar and that's i mean like, it could be a bc rich yeah i almost got a bc rich too like i remember when i was at guitar center looking at guitars back in the day when they had like the wall of bc rich the wall of jackson yeah and i was just like oh bc rich jackson bc rich jackson. so spiky like yeah it's like oh the spikier the better yeah it's like that one's cool yeah, uh, that's that, that's love. And listen, I have the utmost respect for guitar players. And um, I, I tell the story that I have a guitar back here that my my bandmate yeah. Matt Acevedo uh, gifted me. He and his wife did, and it's just amazing, man. You know, I got all emotional. The big guy got emotional. You know, I always do emotional, do. But you know, I, I I mess around with it. I'm I'm doing my best to learn. And let me tell you something. It's difficult. <laughs> Yeah, it is yeah. difficult, man. You Definitely know, and, first, and me yeah. doing the other things that I do, you know, to take the time to really sit there and and uh, you know, and learn and practice. Because I know you guys have practiced and practiced and practiced, and that makes you mm -hmm. better, of course, like that. But you know, I'll just look at it when I come up in here, and I'm just like, oh man, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta do better today. You gotta do this. So I applaud you guys, man, on what you do, man. So it's so it's unbelievable, man, indeed. So. What do you feel you, and, and this is for each of you, what do you feel you bring to the band that allows the band to be great? Hmm. Yeah, I want you to big big yourself up. You know, I want I want to hear the confidence about what you do. Like, man, everybody else sucks. I'm the greatest guitarist in the world. I want to hear some of that. Oh. Uh, uh, I, don't know. I can answer first if Jason's got to okay. think of it. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I definitely think I bring some of the uh, more finer points of uh, – music knowledge since okay. you know as i've gone through multiple years of music higher music education that i mm -hmm. bring some of that in and uh i definitely think that can that can help us in the long run um um you know i, I also think try to think i like to bring in some new ideas every once in a while um since i i tend to have a fairly wide range of uh musical tastes mm -hmm. so yeah well, that's awesome awesome i love mm -hmm. it good answer good good answer good answer good answer. <laughs> you still thinking about it are you still thinking about yeah. it oh no uh well i guess i would say what i bring is uh you know i'm kind of like uh and making you know uh i make everything run you know everything's running everything's going and i'm i'm always like i'm always doing the stuff behind the scenes and you know, sending the sending emails and posting stuff, and you know, You're orchestrating the everything. With the director, yeah, like orchestrating okay. all the stuff, getting right. things going, and and getting everybody together, and uh, you know, setting up our setting up our practices, setting up mm -hmm. our shows, 
and you know mm -hmm. make sure everybody's on the same page you know sending out the calendar invites getting everybody on the calendar that's oh, very um, important yeah. man come on man yeah that's doing all like lot, we would have technical stuff right we would not be doing nearly as much as we are now if jason wasn't running things oh that's <laughs> awesome man listen so that's the first time i've ever asked that question which i'm gonna have to incorporate that uh from now on because just the guy this is the way you guys reacted to that and, and, and I, i'm glad you kind of guys were like oh man you put me on the spot what's great yeah. about me you know i yeah. mean listen we're <laughs> we're all humble but you know what you do well so that's love, yeah. man. I, I, I love that. It makes me smile. I, I love that. It's really good. Great answers, though. Okay, so let's talk about the music. JK Demos, 2011. Tell me yeah. about that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so the JK Demos, that's basically... Uh, when I first come up with a song mm -hmm. and I kind of put it together on my computer and I use, uh, you know, uh, like drum program, right, like, like, like pre-made, like pre pre-recorded drums. And that's kind of how I like throw out the ideas and come up with stuff. And then when I start coming up with stuff and I start like piecing it together and that's how I come up with uh, like the first uh baseline for a song mm -hmm. and and then that that is like what a jk demo is okay and then from there you know and that's when i sent it to everybody else you know check it out and then we start working on that together and then everybody brings in their own thing uh you know jj he'll start he'll, he'll do like his own drums like he doesn't like copy the drums that are on the demo like he, he needs to come in and like blow those away and do okay. his own thing and then, you know, Brian comes in with his ideas. He does his own bass lines. He, he'll do uh, stuff that complements the guitar is different mm -hmm. and comes up with his own stuff, throwing some suggestions here and there. Uh, and then, you know, Alan, he he does his own thing. He he does all the vocals, all the lyrics stuff. Mm -hmm. So he works on lyrics and then he does the vocals. That's his thing. <clears throat> and then once it's all done, it comes together. And then that's like what we that's what we put out and that that's yeah, like yeah. what's on the albums. So it's like, you got the, the JK demo is like from the start, that's like where the song starts. And then right. when you hear the song on the album, that's like the finish. I got you. So yeah. everybody, everybody puts their input in and, and it's cool that you <laughs> allow, not that you allow that you guys come together like that. And uh, it's like, this is what I came up with. And now add your greatness yeah. to it. Add yeah. your greatness to it. Yeah. And then it, you know, transforms into bam. Here we are. Yeah. It's, Me it's Megatron, or it's it's what you guys might not know nothing about. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Multiple parts all coming together in one unit. Exactly. Yeah. No, but that's a great yeah. thing, man. Definitely, mm -hmm. definitely. Okay, pseudo reality, twenty thirteen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was our first album slash EP. Okay. And uh, back then, that was when Alan joined the band. He joined in twenty twelve, and then he was. And he was in the band for like a year and by the time uh, we got to that point uh, we didn't have a bass player at the time it was just me and alan and our our drummer at the time right. and we were just like man we got to do something we got to like put something out like let's mm -hmm. do like the ep that way we have something that establishes us we got to like a, get like a baseline like establish like who we are and what we're doing right and so when we did that album uh we went in and I, I played bass as well as guitar 
on that album. Mm-hmm. So I did guitar and bass, and then we had our drummer. He did his drums, and then Alan did the vocals. And those were like the first four songs that we recorded and put out. Gotcha. And when we put that out, like after I think it was like a couple months or so, and that that's when we we were able to find a bass player, and then who came in and uh, he liked what we were doing mm-hmm. came in and he learned the songs and stuff. And then he just like everything clicked and then went from there. Okay. You said the bass player. Now that was, that was that, that wasn't, that wasn't I, Brian, yeah, was most from, of, Brian's from 2021. So yeah, yeah, I'm out of most of this conversation until we get to the most. No, 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 you're, you're not out of the conversation <laughs> because I'm going to tell you why, because the greatness finally appeared. They went through all the other stuff. I don't know those. I don't know the guys, and no disrespect to them. Yeah, but you, yeah. you're you're here now, and that's all that matters. So you uh, you know yeah. you can time in and say like, yeah, that bass wasn't good until I came here. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's all love, man. I just, I'm just I mean, I I have done. I've tweaked everything. Uh, most of the old stuff, I've kind of tweaked it a little Put bit. Put your stamp uh, on it. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So, Sanctuary of Life, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Sanctuary. Uh, that one had a slightly different lineup. We had, uh, so that was when we had our, uh, that bass player and Adrian. yeah, we had Adrian at that time. (laughs) And then we got our new drummer, Cam Cameron. Uh And, uh, he came in and like, he learned like all the old songs, like really quick. And then we worked on those new songs, which went on to sanctuary. Right. And he learned those really quick. And, uh, once we did that album, uh, like, I feel like we were like tighter, like that lineup. We were definitely tighter than we were before. Yes. And with, with Cameron on the drums and we went in and we recorded those songs. And I feel like definitely it was definitely a lot more polished, a lot okay. more solid. And then the first album, like, like the suit reality mm-hmm. is a little rough around the edges here and there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, like sanctuary was definitely a, a step up i feel gotcha. for sure as far as like the songwriting and the production and everything we did and uh so yeah that one was definitely uh pretty cool like, awesome man like so how it came out yeah time. indeed listen that's just growth man that's what it is so walls yeah. of the mind 2017 yeah so walls of the mind that one it's uh almost the same lineup the sanctuary except a different drummer we got a new drummer again right with jeff and he came in and when he came in he basically like he added a a whole nother like he kind of took us to a whole nother level with his drumming because his drumming was a lot heavier and a lot more intense than cameron and so he he brought in like a lot more double bass a lot more intensity Mm. and that's that's you can definitely hear that on walls of the mind so that definitely like took us up a notch for sure and uh i really like uh, a lot of all the songs on that album like that one also came out like really really good i was like really proud of that album when it came out at the time because it was just like the way it was put together, it had six songs, start to finish. Everything flows really good. Awesome. And uh, yeah, and like Alan, you know, Alan stepped it up like on his vocals for sure, yeah. and, and like lyrics. Yeah. You can definitely tell from Sanctuary that that one, um, you know, it, the the vocals are a lot more balanced mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. With, with what's going on in the instruments. So we, we um, yeah, might be my uh, just general thinking now. I think he might have also 
stepped on up on a dynamic use too. Like there's a lot more balance between being like quieter and softer, a lot more pushing, like, yeah. You know, so he was yeah. 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 The previous yeah. albums. Yeah. yeah. Alan, like definitely, he liked to like yell a lot and like, yeah, just like yell <laughs> loud, like definitely like on pseudo <laughs> and a little bit of sanctuary, but yeah, he definitely got, got more like dynamic with the right. whole, when he got to walls for sure. Yeah. It's all, it's all about writing the music, man. It's, you know, whatever that music does to, especially when you're writing. And I know that's, that's me. I'm just yeah. flowing to what that music is doing to me. I'm going to not, you know, how people say, you know, live in the moment. I, I always say, no, I become the moment. I'm there in it, you know, with it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, when you're the, the better musicianship came, it's going to change things. You change things. Mm-hmm. You bring that uh, that different person in there, things change. And then we roll to the greatness of it all when Brian rolls in for absorbing yeah. infinity and just changes the world. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me about this album, man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this one, this one was definitely like a long time in the making, only because there was such a big gap between right. walls Indeed. and absorbing. Three guesses why. Yeah. Well, and look, just 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 players, just people leaving yeah. the band and stuff like which always yeah, that and yeah. the shutdown didn't help out too oh, yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, that's right, right. That's right. That's right. The yeah, it was, yeah. It was a combination of like both those things. Like we we struggled for a long time like trying to find a bass player. And uh because after after walls um our drummer um he wasn't into it anymore so mm. he was done and then our ba- and then our bass player Adrian he left at the same time. Wow. So that that was a big blow for us. Yes. And that took us a while to recover from. Mm. And then for a little while, we brought Cameron back because he was interested in playing <laughs> with us again and playing, coming back. And we played with him again uh, for about like a year, year and a half or so. Right. But um, he, he kind of struggled with the wall stuff mm. and like that, because that style is a little different than okay. what he's used to. So that's a little bit like outside his comfort zone and like mm. outside of like what he does. Yes. So it, it didn't really quite work. And I tried work. I was working on some new songs with them. And it's mm-hmm. like it I feel like it just wasn't quite there. So um, that's when uh, we got JJ and that's when he came in. And then when he came in, like he auditioned with a couple of songs, like I think it was like two or three songs. And he like nailed those songs like he gotcha. came in like, and he, he was able to match that intensity like that we had with Jeff and uh and also like do his own thing and then he had kind of his own style and Mm -hmm. plus he's like super young too like yeah he's like he was like 18 when he joined we occasionally still have to fight to get him into some venues yeah (laughs) yeah it's like we just sometimes like we hope they don't ask for id yeah yes indeed indeed and uh and yeah like it was since he came in like he he clicked with us really good and uh he's really like cool and easygoing and um, I think he's definitely like gotten better from when he first started playing with us to now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and he's only getting better all the time. So, awesome. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that definitely helped out a lot. So it was it was that, <clears throat> uh, and then trying to find a bass player. Like we we had a bass player in. Like, we had a bass player after we got JJ, and then we. Uh, well, no, we had a bass player in, like beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was like February. He joined, and then we were like just about to start working on stuff and do stuff, and then the shutdown happened. Mm-hmm. So then we didn't do like 
we didn't meet up or anything for like months. Right. And that's that all that during that whole time is when I started working on songs because I wasn't doing nothing else. And then like a lot of that time I came up like, you know, a few songs and that's like a lot of those ended up on absorbing infinity. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then once the, once everything started loosening up a little bit, we started practicing again. And then that bass player, like he got COVID mm. and then we didn't hear from him for a few weeks or, and then when we didn't hear back from him, he basically told me like he was done. He didn't want to be in the band. He didn't want to be in any band. He didn't want to play shows. He didn't want to do anything. Wow. Like he was done. Mm. And I was like, ah, man, damn. Okay. <laughs> so just when we were just about to start, start up again. And yeah. then that happened. And so that was another blow for us. And then I think it was about a, another year. And then uh, that's when Brian came in like yeah. August. Yeah. So, so that last bass player, are you still cool with him? Everything's love. Um, See, you pause, so I'm going to go ahead and say what I was going to say. Nah, let me go ahead and say this. He was the bass player. He was the bass player, but take that B off of that. Take that B off of bass, man. That's what he became. And then you brought the real B B into the house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got your bass player back, man. So uh, it's all all love. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. So, but now you can just. You can just tell as I listen to your catalog, you can tell the growth of you guys through the years and through the albums and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, just really good projects. And, uh, you know, you like to see that growth. And uh, yeah, I, I think you guys have a, an amazing sound. And I think that each one of you truly brings something special to the band. And um, hey, man, just just continue doing your thing, man. It's, 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 it's a lovely thing, man. It really mm-hmm. is. So mm-hmm. so what is it about Mr. Dave Swanson? That has you returning to him for his services because he's done all, all the uh, you know the recording and stuff for you, right? Yeah, yeah. So we yeah we first worked with Dave uh, with on pseudo reality and mm-hmm. uh, you know like Dave's a good guy. He's cool. He's like super chill and easy to work with. And right. uh, you know the work and he you know he's very uh, re- like his rates are like really really reasonable for like everything mm-hmm. he does. Like awesome. everything's included. And right. his rates like basically you pay like a flat rate he does mm-hmm. everything oh, awesome. and yeah and so you know we just kept going back to him he's local he's here in riverside so we're all pretty close mm-hmm. and um and he's always done like really good work and you can tell like in the production and stuff like each album like the production sounds a little better the mix is a little better right right and so we just you know kept going back to him and because that's that's who we know and like and that's You're comfortable uh, with him he knows it? how to make us sound yeah. good and stuff ah. and i think uh after this last time though i think uh even though like he did he did a good job and stuff i think it's time for us to kind of branch out a little bit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. find uh somebody else to work with okay. and to record us and to get like a new perspective and you. yeah uh, see how that goes Indeed. So it's something Indeed. different. I got to change it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's all, no, it's all <laughs> about growth, man. It really is, man. And and being open to things, you know. Um, yeah. I, I just remember a quick story. I remember Rich Rich Ward from Stuck Mojo. I remember Rich was talking about, you know, doing the Fozzie thing and how he was always the one doing the producing. And then they brought in this other guy when they signed with Century Media. They were like, hey, he's got hits. We want him to do it. Rich was like, kind of like, man, oh, yeah. what are you talking about, man? You know, and then he, he told him because, you know, Rich gets in there. He does his thing. Rich gets busy. And so he said, the guy just said, like, hey, man, I'll let you know when I want you to do your guitar parts. He was like, because what we're doing, this music is about Chris. It's about Chris doing his thing. He's the focal part. We we need to focus on him. 
And and so he was just like it was a little bit hard for him to take at first. But then they've got the best the best work came out, you know, from this guy in the industry. So it happened. So I understand it, man. I I really do, man. It's mm-hmm. cool. So so what can we expect next from Slanders? We kind of talked about it a little bit. Yeah, so right now we're just starting to work on a new single mm-hmm. and we're thinking about like change it up a little bit and start like releasing singles yeah. uh, every now and then. And then eventually mm-hmm. we'll get to like another EP gotcha. or album, maybe EP. Yeah, yeah that's what we're doing uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so we just want to spread out that um, those releases a little bit right. and just kind of like sprinkle in a little sing- single here and there. Uh, so we're working on that. We'll, we're going to do a single, and uh, as soon as we get that done, and then we'll do a music video for the single. Mm-hmm. Get that going. And right now, we're we're working on the the new single, and we're rehearsing for shows coming up. Uh, we got a show coming up June twenty fourth. I want to say something. I saw that. Yep. That is my wife's birthday, June twenty fourth. <laughs> oh, I was just like, so that's going to be a great show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> God, I'm sorry to cut you off. Cool. <laughs> but I did oh, no see worries. that. I, yeah, I saw that on your Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. We got we got the, the Wing Walker Brewery show and mm-hmm. in Monrovia. And that's something a little new for us. Uh, we I don't think we've ever played a brewery before. Okay. And I've noticed at the very least we've before. never played this venue. So yeah, we never played this venue, never played a brewery. So it'd be kind of different. Uh mm-hmm. um, I'm always looking for like new places to play and uh, you know, new things for us to do. So there's something a little different. I noticed like other bands, like local bands have been playing like breweries and stuff here and there. I see that popping up a lot more lately right. other than like traditional venues or bars. Like there's just uh, a lot of shows going on at breweries. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to do that. And then we're playing at the OC fair, July 15th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Playing OC fair at the hangar, the hangar stage, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. It's a, yeah. A huge literal hanger well, gotcha. uh, at the at the fair, and they got like a big stage inside. So that's the fun. main stage of the fair, yeah. So yeah, main stage, main stage at the fair on opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome, so, man! So you guys are really out there putting in that work, man. Most definitely. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. So all of these shows are West Coast, California, and yeah. of course, yeah, California. Do you guys still have that many venues that you can play in? That you really don't have to go anywhere else, or do you have any designs on traveling across the country or going to Europe or South America or, or Asia or wherever? Um, I, there's definitely like a lot of places to play around here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it would be it would be interesting to go uh, play like a farther show, like something like place we've never been before. I know, yeah. I know. One day we were talking about maybe doing some show in vegas or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah I might, like if i might have some connections in san antonio if we wanted to go that far at least mm-hmm. so you guys so, are open to doing other things what you're saying but right now uh, it's just good for you doing doing what you're doing where you are yeah yeah we're just, I'm, I'm always like keeping an eye out for the opportunities you know like if something mm-hmm. comes up like uh i saw there, there was like a, a metal festival that's coming up later this year um, up in Northern California. Right. And I saw that and I was like, oh, wow, that that's kind of cool and different. And I, I emailed them about it. I submitted us for it. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, we didn't make the cut. Right. So, but, you know, something like that would be kind of cool and different, like a weekend, weekend road trip, go play mm-hmm. a festival up Northern California and come right. back, something like that. Indeed. But, 
yeah, didn't work out this time, but hopefully next year we'll see. Uh, we're at the very least try and see if we can get some more shows maybe down near me because we're playing more in the uh, yeah. L.A. area. I'm clo- I'm a little bit closer yeah. to San Diego, so it's like okay. maybe even just move down south a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we look for shows like in San Diego and stuff too. I know, I know like one promoter who does shows down there, so I have to yeah. – hit him up again and see if he's and, got anything. And at the very least, one thing I will say is I try to keep an eye on this and I don't see a ton of shows that where I'm at any either. So Yeah. I think I've seen one so far. Right. And it was mainly cover bands. No doubt. Well, well, let me ask you this question. So you guys are from California and, mm-hmm. and, and marijuana is legal out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just pausing because I just want to see their faces and what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to. Who partakes of the weed smoking, man? Uh, I do every once in a while. Uh, yeah! I, have, <laughs> I don't. I haven't in a long time, but uh, you know, if the oppor- if the opportunity comes up, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pass on the opportunity. Um, I don't as much as I used to, but you know, every once in a while, you know. And the reason I think why that's pretty much it. good, I'm yeah. sorry. No, no. The reason why I asked, man, is that I've always had like the biggest conversations with some of my people who I know partake of the pleasure of cannabis, and I always ask them, you know, as, as far as you being a creative, and and I mean, Mr. Porter didn't say yay or nay. He just, you know, I know you uh, probably, uh, I know he's drinking something. I, I can, whatever he's drinking, uh, I can answer. Uh, I can answer. <laughs> I I do not partake. Uh-huh. But I do live in a house of people who do. Okay, so, okay, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not. I don't really. I don't even really drink that much either. It's okay. A weird thing for me. Yeah. So, so I was just asking. The reason why I wanted to ask is that we've always had the the conversation of does it make you a better creative? Does it open mm-hmm. your mind to other things? Because I always feel I love music so much. Music is my high. So when I hear mm-hmm. music, it does something else to me, and I just enjoy it so much. And so I can go to other places. And so they always say, like, man, it's going to open your mind. It's going to do this and do that. So I'm just wondering, how does it help yeah. you guys out if it, if it is something that, you know? Uh, yeah, I've definitely experienced some of that. Uh, it can definitely open some doors and it can give you some different feelings when you're playing. Uh-huh. Uh, you can, it, it definitely, yeah, it, it, I've, I've, had an experience like playing with other people where like, you know, we, we were like token up and it's like, all right, let's go jam. And we go jam. And we're just like, you get like all into it. And like, you get to the point where you forget where you're at and then you get like so into it. And then like, by the time you like look up, it's been like an hour and you're like, Oh shit, we've been playing for like an hour. Damn. You know, stuff like that. And then, you know, so there's some cool stuff that can come from that too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I yeah. did. Did it make the music better? Did you create something magnificent from it, uh, or was it just a good time? There's a little of both. I, I know. I remember <laughs> like one song I wrote. Like I, I was kind of like I was a little high. I was like, oh damn! Like I came home and I just started like playing and stuff. And uh, I think that song like it was Udara on uh-huh. sanctuary life like that song yeah i i i wrote most of that song when i was high <laughs> and uh yeah right. and then the next day yeah and then and then like it was like at night i like put i laid a lot of it down and then the next morning i woke up i felt all good and then i got back on there i was like oh shit like i did all that like damn i laid a lot of that last time okay cool that like, explains so much <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Man, that's yeah. awesome, man. Hey, listen, so forgive me. I just, I just wanted to ask, man. You know, California, California. You know, they haven't made it legal here in South Carolina, even though there's a lot of weed smokers here, man. Um, there's a whole lot of them. I know a whole lot yeah. of them. You know, I don't. I'm it's straight edge as can be. I'm a cornball, but it's all, it's all love. <laughs> the music is definitely yeah. my drug of choice, indeed, indeed. So, no. last question for you, gentlemen, man. This is this has really been great, man. I've enjoyed this. I definitely have, man. Mm-hmm. And, and, and forgive me for laughing so much, but I, I love to just have a good time. I feel like we're family, we're brothers, man, and we're just having a good conversation. So I appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what was the sure. last song each of you listened to? Hmm. Hmm. Uh... I'm the last one I can fully remember was I'm the slime by Frank Zappa. I'm the slime. <laughs> yeah, I interviewed his sister, man. We had a great time, man. We had a great conversation, man. Yeah. Candy Zappa, indeed. We had a great time. You're a wild dude. <laughs> Frank was a wild boy. <laughs> Talented. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> nice. And I think uh the last song I was listening to, I was listening to the latest Iron Maiden album on okay. the way home. Yeah. And uh, I think it was it was on Darkest Hour. That was like the last song I was listening to. I like yeah, to ask that question cool. because you never know what people are really listening to, especially if you get into all kinds of music. I always oh, yeah. say that I'm not a genre snob. I have my term, no genre snobbing. That's me. And it's just like I believe that. So I just believe if the song is hot, it's hot. I don't care where it comes from. If it, if it mm-hmm. grabs me, it just grabs mm-hmm. me. I don't care what genre it is. If it's dope, it's dope. It's just really that simple. But gentlemen, uh, it's it's just been really a, a great time, man. I really I really thank you, you know, for being yeah, here. Same here. And, and so yeah. let, let me say this. So we got Jason here, ladies and gentlemen. Jason J. Kennedy, guitar backing vocals, 2008 till present. I'm just going to run this off. So Alan yeah. is nowhere to be seen, but Alan, you missed out on a great <laughs> yeah. conversation, bro. Uh, the vocalist, how do you say his last name? Alami- Alamilo? Alamio. Alamio. Alan Alamio. Yeah, yeah vocals, <laughs> 2012 to present. Okay. <laughs> JJ Garrich. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yep, JJ yep. Garrich, drums. Yeah, beating those sticks. And then, of course, not the ass, but the bass player, <laughs> Mr. Porter, that came in and changed the game. <laughs> the 2021 to present, man. Let's listen. Thank you guys so much, man. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for reaching mm-hmm. out. Thank you. Uh, anytime yeah, thank you, you guys, yeah, no, anytime you guys want to come back, you got something new coming out, or you just want to chop it up about anything, just hit me up. We'll do it. Your family, okay. man. Once again, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. The door's always open for you. No need to knock. Just come on in, grab some snacks, put your feet up, and let's do what we do, mm-hmm. man. And so, yeah. if you don't mind, yeah. please give my viewers and listeners your contact and social media info. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you can find us. Uh, you can go to our official website, signers.com. You can find everything there. Uh, you can hit us. Uh, you find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. We're Slanders Inc. INC. Everywhere else, it's Slanders. Awesome. And uh, yeah, if you go if you go to any site, you can find the links to all the other sites. So they're all like interconnected everywhere. Indeed. So well, so. Last thing, is there anything else you guys want to say or, you know, it's open? Uh, I'd say, yeah, just uh, I hope everybody will go check us out. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever you got, whatever you used to listen. Go check us out. Listen to us and uh, go follow us on Instagram, Facebook. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we got some new stuff coming out. We're always keeping the ball rolling. So 
hopefully uh, some people check us out. Awesomeness, man. Awesomeness. So once again, thank you guys very much. I really, really appreciate it, man. A great conversation, yeah. man. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. Appreciate it too. Thank you very much. Ah, so ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It's the big guy with the big show. Ah, the Lord Nelson, that is, ah, for the podcast Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with five Royals Entertainment and the great, say it again, and the great, one more time, and the great slanderous. Yes, indeed. <laughs> thank you guys so much, man. I really appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, right thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Ha, 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 ha.